Final Fantasy Studios. Welcome on into tonight's Phillies game recap. As we are recapping Game Four of the World Series, you gotta love this sport of baseball. It is—it's a truly wild and crazy one. A night after the Phillies put up five home runs, seven runs in total, to blank the Houston Astros. A day later, where you had Chase Utley, Jimmy Rollins, the interior part of your infield from 2008, 2009, 10, and 11. Uh, throwing the first pitch to Rob McElhenney and Miles Teller. You got the whole place all juiced up. Everyone is so freaking excited. Reese Hoskins' wife, Jamie Hoskins, is out here buying beers, 100 of beers for fans of the Phillies. Everybody's ready. And everyone, what, all, the only thing that anyone can think about is winning the World Series on Thursday night with the powder blues that was just announced tomorrow. They will wear the powder blues. That's what anyone can think about. And the thought after yesterday was how would the Astros get a game back in the way we were playing on Tuesday night? Well, ladies and gentlemen, tonight we ran into Christian Javier. And he set the tone here for the Houston Astros, and he was as advertised. He was absolutely filthy. And the bullpen for the Astros fed off of that, and the, the Phillies' bats left all of their power on Tuesday night because they did not have that here tonight. The Philadelphia Phillies were the culprit of the second-ever combined no-hitter in World Series history. Yeah, that's that's why baseball is a crazy-ass sport, ladies and gentlemen, and that's why it's any given game. This is the World Series. This is the two best teams in baseball. You can't expect the Phillies to just run all over the Houston Astros. No, no, no. There was absolutely going to be a fight, and a fight indeed is what the Houston Astros are about to get. But I want to welcome everyone formally to tonight's Phillies game recap. Of course, I'm your boy, El Parcero Philly, the United of all things sports and culture here in the beautiful city of Philadelphia. I want to formally welcome Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. Of course, we have DSM Media in the building as well. Welcome everyone to tonight's recap. Right now, the comment section is open here on YouTube. Drop your comments, questions, and concerns. I want to hear from you guys. It's a bad loss. All right. That was that was embarrassing. You got no hit. And you had no answers whatsoever. It was an absolute dud. They fell flat. So I want to hear you guys in the comment section. Let me know how you guys feel uh, right in those comment sections. Of course, if you want to come on in the show and tell me how you feel, I would love to hear from you guys. Drop in the link in the comment section. Come on in a little bit later. Um, or if you want to come and hang out backstage now, you guys are more than welcome to hang out backstage. We'll bring you guys in as the live portion goes on. Um, of course, ladies and gentlemen, tonight's episode of Phillies Game Recap is sponsored by Lots Rain Watches. If folks are in the market for a brand new watch, consider checking out Lots Rain Watches. High quality watches at a bargain price. And right now, when you use my promo code at the checkout page, Barcelo Philly, you'll receive 10% off of your purchase of a Lots Rain watch. So, ladies and gentlemen, make sure you guys check out Lots Rain. And make sure you guys take advantage of the promo code Barcelo Philly at the checkout page. Awesome stuff. Look, like I mentioned at the top of this, I mean, all I was expecting tonight was, you know, for the Phillies to kind of continue off the momentum they had last night. It was a lot of freaking fun. Homers galore. You had five home runs from this team. And the offense was just clicking as it always was. And the, the feeling is that, you know, with the Phillies in the in Citizens Bank Park throughout these playoffs, how is anyone going to stop them? They've been undefeated. And it would be tough to think that the Houston Astros were able to go ahead and get one out. 
So like I mentioned, really, the pitching duel was really what we all anticipated as well, as you had Christian Javier for the Houston Astros, and you had Aaron Nola going mound for the Phillies. For Aaron Nola, was looking to have uh, a solidified performance. He hasn't, he, since the NLDS, Think if you guys think about it, he really hasn't had a, a great performance to kind of hang his hat on. Obviously, we saw what happened in the NL, the NLCS. We also saw what happened in Game 1 of the World Series. Um, it's It's just, again, you know, Aaron Nola showing some good stuff, but hasn't shown the consistent performance throughout all of his outings. And that's really what we're going to be looking for here tonight. And Aaron Nola started off this performance solid, you know, again, kind of like how Ranger Swat has started it off uh, with a one, two, three first inning. Um, and Aaron Nola was able to to get out of the first. And then um, it, we had pretty much it kind of felt like a pitching duel. Um, you had four and a half, you had four scoreless innings between both sides no one really could seem to get grab a hold of this inning i will say aaron nola i do want to give him some kudos top of the second inning he found himself into some trouble um he got out of that inning with man on first and third um and then the top of the fourth inning again he got him to got himself in a little bit of a pickle um as he had man on first and second on this one and he was able to get out of that and so two two innings throughout the first four he got through. He got himself in a little bit of adversity, and he was able to get himself out of it. Unfortunately, though, for Aaron Nolan, the Phillies, the top of the fifth inning was completely different. Um, Aaron Nola got the bases loaded, and he was already at 76 pitches, and Topper decided that was enough uh, after McCormick was able to single to, to left, Altuve was able to single to center, and Benya was able to single to left. Bases loaded. He had to take him out. And he had Jose Alvarado finish out this inning, uh, which he did allow two runs to be scored here in this in this inning. Um, I'm sorry. He had five runs scored in total. Three of those were on Aaron Nola. Two of them were on Jose Alvarado. So you ended that inning with a five to nothing deficit with it being a zero zero ball game. Now, I guess the question I, I guess I have to ask you guys: Do you think it was warranted for Aaron Nola to come out of the game at the time that he did? He came in the top of the fifth inning, and right off the bat, he got the bases loaded, but he still had seventy-six pitches. And as you can clearly tell, he left a terrible situation for his guy in relief in Jose Alvarado. I mean, personally. I probably would have kept Aaron Olin at least for another batter just to see. Because listen, it didn't even matter. Look, you put you allowed five runs. I mean, the bases were loaded. The the likelihood of not allowing any runs, I mean, it's pretty it's pretty close to, to low. It's pretty low. It's pretty low. And so that that inning right there, the top of the fifth inning changed everything in this ballgame. Because you had Aaron Nola. Kind of going toted. I mean, listen, I know Aaron Ola allowed a couple hits, but he was essentially going scoreless alongside Christian Avier. But, I mean, Christian Avier was just continuing on his crazy, absolutely ridiculous. I, I Listen, it's the World Series, and you would expect big-time players to show up in the way that Christian Avier did, but he was just on another level. Six innings pitch here tonight for Christian Avier. Nine Ks. Obviously, no hits. No one allowed a hit in the Astros line. Uh, I'm sorry. Um, rotation. None of those pitchers allowed a single hit. 
But Christian Javier, like, and it's crazy. It, most of his pitches was a four-seam fastball or a slider away. And he got he, he got so many guys. It was it was frick it was absolutely freaking ridiculous. But then after that, you get um Brian Abreu. Uh you were able to also get um Rafael Montero. And then of course you had Ryan Presley coming in there and, and now all the, the four the three of those dudes, it was like they didn't miss a beat. Abreu, uh, he he gets he strikes out the side in the top of the uh, sorry bottom of the seventh. Montero also throwing some straight up heat. He throws ten pitches, and then Presley. I mean, he, he threw he threw nineteen. He did walk a batter, but he was able to get out of that. Uh, I believe he was it. He struck out. Um, he struck out Hoskins, and then got a grounder out to JT Real Muto. And just like that, the Astros, the Astros pitching staff had 14 strikeouts. And of course, the stats that's going to drive us up a freaking wall is zero runs and zero hits for the Phillies. A night before, they had seven runs off of seven hits with five home runs. How does that happen? I know a lot of people are freaking out after getting no hit. And listen, it's that's not fun. Like it's embarrassing getting no hit. And I'm going to chive this argument or this rant about to go on with the notion and the slam that I kept hearing about Aaron Nola. We got we to gotta part ways with Aaron Nola. Last year, the deal. You got to find a way to get out of it. He's trash. He can't get the job done. It's so funny because during the NLDS, we were not hearing any of that. It was, oh, I knew Aaron Nola had this in home. He's an ace. He's amazing. And just like that, we flipped the switch. Guys, I want to remind you what we're playing in right now. This is the world freaking series. You are not playing against the Washington Nationals anymore. You're playing against the Houston Astros, the winner of the American League. To think that the Houston Astros were going to roll over and allow you to put up seven more runs with five more home runs in this game, you're a little naive. You can't be too surprised at what happened here tonight. The Houston Astros had their back up against the wall. They, we went up two to one against those guys, and we blew them away and in, in, blew them out of Citizens Bank Park on Tuesday night. This was a team that was undefeated in the playoffs. They were a 100-win baseball team. And you started this series with punching them in the mouth. Houston had the answer. It was on Houston. Houston answered the bell in a big way. And you know what? Now you have to answer the bell. All right, now the series has to go back to Houston, which sucks. Absolutely sucks. But that's the that's the card you were dealt with. You got to go out and you got to get the job done. Now, as far as Aaron Nola goes, yeah, it's really disappointing. Because if you look about look at it, the two starts that he's had in the World Series, both losses and both uninspired. He could even go past four innings. And honestly, both these starts in the World Series very very similar. 
in that top of the fifth inning in Houston. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, yeah. The the bottom of the fifth in Houston, if you guys remember, he got rocked. How did that start? A leadoff home run by Kyle Tucker. And then in this one, it started off with, in the top of the fifth, a leadoff double by Kyle Tucker. Kyle Tucker knows how to get to Aaron Ole, and he got it started. And it happened again. And, and that and that was big, but that's that's obviously very disappointing for Aaron Nola, and I completely get that. And and it is what it is. Aaron Nola probably pitched his last pitch of the 2022 season, and that's that sucks, man. That absolutely that's that is how Aaron Nola has to go into the offseason. Now, if the Phillies go on to lose this World Series, like, dude, what is this like? You like going into next year? You really do have to think about that. I mean, and when it comes to the, the bats here of the Phillies, apps. I mean, I I don't know how much of it is. You know, obviously, listen, we all all are going to give Christian Javier his props. I mean, the dude was on tonight, but my God, these guys were just swinging at everything. Like, I I can't tell you how many sw- uh, swings and swing and misses on strikes we had here tonight. It was absolutely terrible. It's like the Phillies forgot how to hit. And all that magic that you had. You didn't have any Bryce Harper calling Alec Bohm over and telling him what to kind of look at at the plate with Javier at the mound. I mean, even Bryce Harper struggled against Javier. And we all kind of were we were prepared for this. Chris Javier did this against the Yankees. Chris Javier has been doing this throughout the season. And just like that, he's been able... To set, set up history. It's absolutely is absolutely terrible. At least you were able to steal some bases. Because if not, you wouldn't have had any runners in scoring position. Bryce Harper and Brandon Marsh were able to get you your only uh stolen bases. And that's that's literally about it, man. Literally about it. The yeah, I, I if I see one more Phillies pitcher just swinging away at a terrible pitch, I'm gonna lose it, man. Absolutely lose it. Uh, what's up, Raynell? What's going on? Yes, Raynell, it's an L. It's a two-two game, two-two series. It's all good. Andrew Payne, it's all right, man. It's all right. Listen, if this performance doesn't light a fire under the Phillies' ass, we got a bigger problem on our hand. I fully expect the Phillies to go down to Houston or go come back tomorrow. And play with that energy. if That energy we all know. And the crazy part about it as well, guys. I mean, besides Jose Alvarado, who was put in a terrible, terrible situation, the bullpen, again, did a really solid job. <laughs> I mean, listen, Alvarado allowed those five runs to get scored. Two of them were earned on him. He still had two strikeouts. He finished that, that inning very strong. Bilotti, with nine pitches, gets out of the sixth inning. David Robertson, you guys know how much David Robertson freaks me the hell out on the mound. He got out of that as well. That breaking curveball, freaking filthy. Zach Eflin comes in in the eighth inning, strikes out the side with 12 pitches. And then Brad Hand, another one who freaks me the hell out. I get so nervous with Brad. 
my my, my, girl, my girl's like watching the game with me, and I'm like, oh wait, here's Brad Hand. She's like, what's wrong? He sucks, babe. I don't want to say this. Brad Hand sucks. But this this bullpen again, this bullpen has been the story of this playoff run. The fact of the matter is, I don't think a lot of people. Honestly, I don't think a lot of people were watching in 2020, if I'm being honest, with who's going on in this ride with us. 2020 was a historically terrible bullpen. If I have to see Cole Irving, Tommy Joseph, Brandon Workman, Heath Embry, uh, I think David Robertson was also part of that bullpen as well, actually. If I have to see one of those dudes again, oh, my God. But you give credit to Dave Dombrowski to kind of replenish this bullpen and turn it around. Finding diamonds in the rough like Andrew Bellotti, Jose Alvarado out there. And he, and he took some swing and misses like with Jerry's Familia, and it was what it was. Didn't pan out. We were able to get out of that. I mean, even the development of a guy like Bailey Falter, Sir Anthony Dominguez, even Jose Alvarado has been able to develop as well. It's been, it's been a lot of fun. Even Connor Brogdon has been really on in these playoffs. You know, his, his, his inning on Tuesday was really great to watch, guys. Really good, great to watch. Uh, Carlos, um, I mean, listen, you lost, right? And that definitely sucks, but I, I'm I'm optimistic. I'm definitely optimistic. Definitely don't like to get uh, no hit. How many times? Did, Carlos, it's, it's a no hitter. So you do the math, Carlos. You do the math. Just finished. Wow, look at you. Just finished playing MLB the show through a perfect game with Nola. 20 strikeouts all against the Astros. Well, listen, when your team gives you a terrible game like that, what better way to make yourself feel better than to pop in the MLB the show and, you know, just take it out on the team you just lost to? I'm right there with you, man. I kind of feel better. I bet you do, man. I bet you do. I, I think I, if 2013. I don't know how many people were watching the Eagles at that point. Who's watching this right now? Um, the Eagles lost to the New Orleans Saints in the first round. That was Chip Kelly's first year. That was a fun season. It was the year after Andy Reid's terrible final year in Philly. And so there was so much excitement around Philadelphia because Chip Kelly really gave us a great season, 10-6, and six, wins the division, beat the boys on the last day of the season. Then you got to play the Saints, and there was an optimism that they would beat, they would, we would beat this team. And Nick Foles leaves the field with the lead. And then the Saints have to come back out there. And, and here is the killer of the no-huddle offense because it left enough time for the Saints to get in field goal position. That's all they needed to do. Scored a last-second field goal, and we lost the game. And I was absolutely butthurt. I still remember uh, I was in sports depression. I put on clips, the 1980 Worlds, uh, I'm sorry, 1980 Super Bowl, 2004 Super Bowl, the NFC Championship, put that all on. And then I decided to pop on some Madden. And I played as the Eagles, playing the Saints, put that John on rookie mode, killed them like 59 to 10, whatever it was, and I felt better. <laughs> and I felt better. So I'm with you, man. Guys, if you feel that bad about tonight's loss, pop on some MLB The Show. And go kill the Astros yourself. All right. I, I don't know what to tell you guys because the Phillies bats could not do it. And Aaron Nola, geez Louise, he, he could not come up clutch. And it's just like when it comes to Aaron Nola, you know he's good. You know he's got this stuff. But all it takes sometimes for Aaron Nola is that one stinking pitch, that one pitch to go wrong. 
and his performance just goes down the drain. And that's just that's just the rough part about Aaron Nola. I really do hate that this this could be his potential final game of the season for Aaron Nola. And that's how he has to go out, man. If only Nola could do that in real life. <laughs> hey, listen, man. There's a lot of things I would like this team to do, especially not get no hit. And then, of course, a couple things with the broadcast. I, I, I do hear the slander, and I kind of do get it. Um, I keep forgetting the main guy, the 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 play-by-play guy. He's really, to me, he's irrelevant. John Smoltz is okay. Um, I don't understand so much of the hate. He's not terrible. He's not Chris Collingsworth. I think he's very knowledgeable. Obviously, he was one of the best pitchers in his time. So I, I really do value his expertise and his analysis. Uh, but they're very redundant. They, they really are. And they're redundant with, like, the dumbest stuff as well. Like, for real, man. Um, If I have to hear that Chaz McCormick is from Westchester, Pennsylvania, I'm going to break my TV. Like, why do I care? Why? He doesn't play for the Phillies. Cool. He's a native. He plays for the opposing team. And, oh, by the way, he walked up. His walk-up song was Dreams and Nightmares as he's playing Philadelphia. Like, come on, man. Like, what? Absolutely ridiculous, man. They they like to repeat everything, but they also love to fail the fact that their own network will be presenting the MLS Cup, which the Philadelphia team is playing in. Go figure. Absolutely go figure. Um, but yeah, the, the broadcast, it is what it is. I For once, I do miss Joe Buck. I, I can't believe I'm saying that, but I do miss Joe Buck. But Joe, John Smoltz is not bad. He's not bad as as the as the uh, what do you call that colleague the color commentator. He hasn't been terrible. But let me know what you guys feel about the broadcast because I've I've seen a lot of mixed emotions about the broadcast and personally me um, don't mind it. Just you know, just the redundant and that's that to me. I feel like that's that's more on the production team. To be quite honest, yeah, I feel like that is that is a little bit more on, on the production team. Of course, you got Big Poppy wearing all these Philly sports jerseys. I haven't really, I haven't really seen him wearing a jersey in this series, but I guess he keeps it classy for the World Series. Keep it nice and classy. Uh, I got drafted by the damn Padres in in the road to the show. A mass to get traded ASAP. Some nice jerseys though. Some there's some nice uniforms, man. Some really nice uniforms. It was really dope. They did, they took a, a second. I think it was in the seventh inning. Um, the stand for cancer. They everyone wrote, you know, who kind of was been affected in their personal life with cancer. Um, that was a really cool moment to see. Obviously, Reese Hoskins lost his mother, um, unfortunately, when he was, I believe, 15 to cancer. Uh, and cool, cool seeing him, you know, just honoring his mom in that moment as well. I thought that was a really cool moment. And showing, of course, everyone is saying, dude, celebrities have come out to Philadelphia. Bruce Springsteen is tipping his cap. He's having a boatload of fun. Miles Teller, First Lady Jill Biden. Uh, you have, of course, the uh, the, the 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 08 Phillies being there is kind of surreal, and it kind of makes me feel old because those are the guys that I grew up with. Those are the guys, you know, I'm still remembering um, World F and Champs. You know, the J-Roll and Chase Utley handshake in the mid in the middle of the field and they actually did that when they threw the first pitch they went up and did their little handshake and that was freaking awesome that was absolutely great but look um yeah we we got to bounce back man we straight up got to bounce back 
I made two characters. One is a closer for the Phillies. Uh, throwing to JT is an honor. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Absolutely. All right, we're going to start going backstage, guys. Reminder, the link is in the chat. I'll put it back in the chat as well if you guys want to come on in the show. Keep dropping your comments in the comment section. If not, um, let's go let's start off with our boy right now. Welcome to the World Series recap. How you feeling, man? Not happy. I, I, I bet, man. I, what'd you think of tonight? Not good. <laughs> what what was what about it? That was not good right now. We let Alex Bratman to get on base. I mean, listen, he, he's a crafty little hitter, man. He definitely is, but I mean, it was really the fifth thing. I mean, if you if you take away the fifth, it wasn't a bad performance uh, by the Philly defense. But I mean, the real problem is you got no run support, and the fifth inning really just took it all out the fills, man. That's what happens. That's what happens when you all pumped up the yesterday's game, and then you lose the next game. You could very well be right, man. You could very well be right. They could have been feeling themselves a little bit too much from yesterday, and they probably were just relying too much on the crowd, which the crowd was rocking here again today. But you got to bring it every game, man. It's every single game, and kudos to the Astros. They showed up, and the Phillies now have to find a way to show up to game five. But we are lucky Coast Korea is not playing with the Houston Nationals. Yeah, but, I mean, they they found a way to kind of replace him. Um, Jeremy Pena is, is really good, man. I, I really enjoy watching him play. Um, and, I mean, so far, Kyle Tucker's really been a killer in this series here for the Astros. And he's been clutch hit after clutch hit. Um, Maldonado, I mean, he didn't play tonight. Uh, but he's been pretty clutch as well. Uh, the hob, uh, what's his name? Christian Vasquez, the catcher tonight. Yeah, the nice. He got Boston, it. Red Sox. Yeah, 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 yeah. That guy, man. He got on base. He got on base, and he was able to uh, get a hit as well. So, uh, the Astros found a way. I mean, it really was just all one inning tonight. I think I will give it a Harper or or Vasquez, the MVP. Okay. The series. Okay, we'll see what happens, man. We got a tie tie series here, man. How you feel about tomorrow? Powder blue day. Uh, I want no Syndergaard to pitch. You want no Syndergaard to pitch? Yep. Very well could. He very well could. I wonder. I wonder. I'm actually curious now. Uh, what it is they're thinking? Oh man, they took a picture of the no hitter. Oh god, it makes me sick. It makes me sick to my stomach, man. Seeing the no hitter on here. Second one, man. Second freaking one. Um, on tomorrow, it is no Syndergaard, and you're going to have Justin Verlander on the mound as well, man. Should be fun, man. Listen, listen, We the crowd is still a factor. These guys have to bounce back. It's really on these guys to show up again. That's really what it takes. We're talking about the fightings here. The fightings. We're talking about the fightings, man. The fightings. You think the Phillies win tomorrow? Yes. All right. All right. Give me a score. Uh, 7 nothing. 7-0 Phils. All right, he's going back to the game to the game three scores line. All right, all right. Right now, man, listen, keep your head up high. Stay positive. We're, we're going to get them back in game number five. All right, brother? Harper MVP. MVP. I love it. MVP. MVP. Let's get it, man. Right now, we'll talk soon, brother. All right? All right. See it. Thank you right now for coming on in, man. Listen, we'll be back. We'll get them back. We'll get them back in game five, man. I'm going to need Noah to throw seven. All right, he's not going to do that. But 
I mean, I'm curious to see what they do roll out tomorrow. Um, I would expect Noah to go three innings, three, four. I, I would like him to go four innings at least. I, I know tomorrow's kind of be set up kind of like a bullpen game. Maybe Kyle Gibson comes out there. Definitely uh, Sir Anthony Dominguez to come out there as well. Uh, I'm curious if Ranger Suarez comes out. If the Phillies were up to win tonight, things would have been different tomorrow, but it is what it is. But listen, at the end of the day, you're still two wins away from a World Series. No matter what happened here tonight, it happened. You got to move on. You got you got punched in the mouth. You got knocked the F out. You got to get back up. And you got to go back out there and you got to get the win. Powder blue day. It's still going to be rocking tomorrow. Andrew's calling a Phillies walk-off by Bryson Stott. Mark my words tomorrow. We're going to hold you to that. We're going to hold you to that. We we will see what happens. Someone step up tomorrow. I mean, here's the thing. This baseball team, is pre, it's pretty self-explanatory. This is a power baseball team. If they hit a home run, it is going to be so hard to stop these guys, honestly. So, someone hit one yard. Let's get some power. Get Justin Verlander rocking a little bit. We'll see what happens. All right, guys, it's going to do it for today's Phillies game recap. Again, the Phillies in game number four of the World Series fall to the Astros. Uh, I'm already blanking on the already blanking on the score line. Five to nothing. We're back at it tomorrow. Same time. Uh, we have Noah Syndergaard going up against Justin Verlander. So make sure you guys stay tuned for that one. Make sure you guys stay tuned for this uh, after for the post game recap. Thank you so much for watching, guys. Make sure you guys hit the like button. Subscribe for more Philly sports. Uh, of course, you can find us for every stream podcast from Apple, Google, and Spotify. Find us under Oyen Philly Sports. Thank you so much for Lots of Rain Watchers for sponsoring t- tonight's episode of Philly's Game Recap. Make sure you guys check out Lots of Rain and make sure you use the promo code Barcelo Philly at the checkout page for 10% off. Ladies and gentlemen, I go by the name of El Barcelo Philly, and I'm telling you guys, let's go, Phils. Talk to you guys soon. <laughs>